G'day listeners, welcome to Bar Karate, the sailing podcast. My name is Jordan Spencer and it's that time of the week where we get to hang out with some really cool sailors, but unfortunately, I have to share that time with my two idiot mates. So first off, welcome to the show, Mr. Brett Perry. Greetings, exalted one. Hey bud. Not sure about these European summers. European summers? Yeah. Wow. Well, we're up at six o'clock in the morning trying oh. to do bar karate. I mean, come on. Oh. Really? Really? You're just looking for sympathy, aren't you? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> None's going to be coming, mate. That's, we're doing no, I can this for see fun. it in both of you. Yeah, we just can't drink too many beers at this time. But Bicey, that won't stop Bicey. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Mr. Nick Boss. Good point. It is a Friday. It is. Friday, it's just like an afternoon, basically. It's the afternoon of the week. <laughs> I'd just like to start it off with some actual stuff, guys. Oh, um, you're straight into it. <laughs> Whack a bit of double-handed in there. No, no. Um, actually, just to all the actual sailors heading up to Malula Bar, they'll be driving their cars listening to this. Mm. Yeah. Up to Malula Bar, big shout-out to them. Safe travels, men. Um, like I said last week, um, you know, I've, we're not going to be there. Don't want to be surrounded by all you cheating bastards. <laughs> um, and, and from but the I got to tell the... you, I, I am so regretting not being there. Mm. It would be fantastic discussion. Mm. And Jordan, you've got to wave that flag, buddy, when you're up there. When I'm up there, sell as many beers. Well, when they're up there, sorry. Yeah. Um, have as many chats as you can. I yeah. think uh, we can kind of put our discussion to bed for a little bit, though. Oh, yeah, no, we've had, uh, we've had some great response so, to that whole discussion. Um, yeah, and thanks for all, yeah, everyone yeah. worldwide, actually, yeah. mm. sending in notes and discussions and messages and the, every other form of um, communication known to man. So, um, but nonetheless, ocean racing is back on the agenda. It is. You're excited? I'm excited. We've got I'm to excited say, for you guys. I'm excited for you. The VO65 turning it on, eh? Yeah, I think we'll come back to that. Yeah, we'll come back is. to that. I think what we'll we'll bring our guests in because it's pretty important. And then, um, but yeah, we do have some that uh, finish of the first leg of the Ocean Race Europe is going to be definitely featuring in this conversation. We're going to have quite a lot of discussion <laughs> about that, um, and what uh, some amazing sailing we got to see, and so. What we decided to do was to bring in a young champion sailor, a Dutch sailor, uh, to who actually was part of that whole race, uh, is on T-Max and Nobel and uh, has shown the determination and done the hard yards to get where she is and uh, belongs. So uh, please welcome to the show, Rosalind Kuyper. Thanks a lot for having me in the show, guys. Pretty uh, cool. Absolute pleasure. An absolute pleasure. It's... Um, you're a, you're a star on the rise, so we, uh, much like ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a star on the horizon. That is much like ourselves. You know those ones that are going out. You would have seen one the other night just <laughs> shooting through the air. A bit like Haley's it was probably comet. it was probably red. That yeah. was Jordan. Yeah, a bit like Haley's comet. Only comes around once every eighty years or so. <laughs> You've been talking to my wife. Um, right, well, so we've got a lot to talk about with the Ocean Race, but first off, I think we should just sort of dive into you and how you came into sailing, like uh, this uh, this shining light that you are from uh, the Netherlands. How did uh, how did the the opportunity of going sailing first start for you? Um, 
for me, the, the opportunity started when I was quite young. Uh, I started on a little lake. I had my, uh, my small boat, my Optimus, and I just went out sailing there quite a bit with my, with my dog at that time. The dog? And, dog uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, you yeah, know, Rosie, actually, uh, Jordan, he, he's a bit of a Dutchman himself. Like, his body has actually grown to be a Dutchman. He's like a five foot ten man with a, um, a seven foot man's head on him to keep his head above the water. Um, who, who in Holland, is that? in Jordan, our uh, illustrious host yeah. here. Um, so, so he he has evolved as a Dutchman to keep his head above water. Which I'm assuming many Dutchmen, from a sailing point of view, that's how you evolve into sailing. You've got I to get around. So. There's plenty so. of water. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty good. Well, if you're ever in the Netherlands, Jordan, then uh, we can go for a sail. Yeah. Yeah, well. Um, you look good in an optimist, mate. Are <laughs> <laughs> you going to say you look good in a dog suit? <laughs> uh, yeah, we used to spend a lot of time in the Netherlands. So, yeah. Anyway, um, it's, uh, I think Bice is alluding to the fact that you're surrounded by water. And, uh, and there's two things about the Dutch. Well, there's a few things about the Dutch, but they're very tall. Well, there are lots of things yeah. about the Dutch. I notice now, hanging, out, hanging around with Aussies all the time. <laughs> you're very tall um, and uh, you're surrounded by water. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and you've produced a lot of talent at Salas. So it, and it always seems to be the optimist as the starting, optimist as the starting point. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You just get pushed yeah. out. Are you a good bike rider as well? Let's just be really. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So we have a day off tomorrow, and I will 100% go and, and just rent, rent a nice bike. I saw one already, and I just fell in love with it. So, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. All right, so um, yeah. you can't just go from an optimist to where you are now. So how was your career path? How did it start? Were you always determined to be a pro sailor, or was there another dream for you? Um. Well, no, I, I'm was not my my intention to do to do sailing uh, for work uh, i just i did the small boats and then uh, i actually wanted to uh, start racing when i was quite young uh, so i asked my parents if i could do that but uh, well i have a sister and a brother and they were high into sports um, and they said well you know there's no opportunity to to do the racing um, so yeah, I picked another sport. I went into athletics. I did that on national level. And actually when I was say around 15, uh, yeah, I started sailing again in the Netherlands. Then I came to Australia and, uh, actually in Australia, I found out that I really loved the sailing. I just did a road trip, uh, up the East coast. And I, I noticed that everywhere where I was, I just went to do harbors uh, and looked at boats. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, f- I found the job and uh, on on bigger yachts, and then I was like, "Whoa, this is this is heaven." Um, so yeah, then I basically went back to the Netherlands and I made a plan. And I thought, well, if I can do sailing every day, I'm the luckiest person in the world. So I better make sure I can. Uh, so yeah, that's how it started. <laughs> basically, so, in Australia, how, how old were you Sundays. when you did your little journey up the east coast? Well. I was, I actually just turned 18. Yeah, because I noticed, because I was able to, to do everything by myself uh, because of the age. Yeah. And I could buy beers. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, they said, have a beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm seeing a, sensing a common theme here, Jordan. Mm. <laughs> 
It's true. It's true. Um, but like you, you came through a sort of development program though uh, in the Netherlands, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Team Heiner, uh, led by Roy Heiner. I was part of a kind of a sailing, yeah, uh, yeah, academy you can call it, um, and they let me out uh, to sail bigger boats. So, uh, yeah, every aspect of, of the bigger boat, so the maintenance and the navigation and, yeah, uh, basically everything. And so, just, just for the listener, um, Team Heiner, based in one of the most beautiful towns of Holland, Lelystad. Um, (laughs) I have been lucky enough to spend (laughs) at least seven or eight months of my life at. I'm not entirely sure I'm ever going to get that time back again, (laughs) Um, but (laughs) quite the place nonetheless. Um, So when you do mention those things, Rosie, and all the, the maintenance side and the navigation side, I can see exactly how that happens and the boats that... Um, that they have down there in Lelystad in Jolly Marina. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it's a you are right. Great program. We call we call Lelystad. We call it Lelystad, and it's called it's the same as Ugly City. Uh, <laughs> perfect <laughs> place City. for bicycle. Um, yeah. So how old were you when you're doing that? So twenty that was 2015 to 2018, from my notes. Um. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Uh, Get used to it. Rosie, uh, yeah, jo- I think so. Jordan, Jordan might send you your Wikipedia page in a minute yeah. to check on your uh, on your notes and times. Uh, <laughs> no, I think you're right, actually. You're, yeah. Well, it's early, guys. It's, uh, oh, you're, you're, yeah, full on it. Yeah. I did it four years or three years. Yeah. Yeah. And that led to, obviously, a bunch of offshore sailing. So you, you've done a lot of the European races. So obviously you've done the Fastnet, the Middle Sea Race, um, a whole bunch of different events. Is that, was that the goal or you never thought about the Olympics or any of that sort of stuff? It was just going offshore through the Heiner program? Yeah, well, um, so when I came back from Australia, I really knew that I wanted to sail. Uh, and then... I looked into the Olympics as well, um, but I knew I really liked the offshore sailing. So I, I did my research and um, I did some regattas. And after that, I just knew I wanted to focus on offshore sailing because that's making me the most happy. Um, mm-hmm. And then I, yeah, I basically started the Heiner Academy. And from, I was really keen. I was too late with my uh, subscription and everything, but I, I basically went there and told them I want to get into this team. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, fr- from, from day one, I had a focus and I knew I want to, uh, I want to go for the ocean race. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and that's how it happened, basically. Yeah, right. So at Barkarati, we've got a fairly big focus on pathways. We like to try and uh, give uh, the younger generation uh, an idea of how to follow this little pathway. This is a perfect example, isn't it, guys? <laughs> Um, we've got someone here who's just absolutely focused and intent on and found something that uh, she or he enjoys and it's it's full bore. So mm. I guess it's a really good story and that's what I'd like to focus on. The You know, you, you decided to go and join the, 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 the Heino team and yeah. it kept you in, in check, if you like, the way all the way along. So it's a really cool story. Oh, well, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just I, I knew like I knew what made me happy. And then uh, I knew the Heiner Academy is totally suiting with 
what I love. And that's, yeah, what I did, why I did you, what I did. You did mention that at the start you sailed with a dog. Yes. With, on your optic. Um, is that dog still around? Obviously it's not, but there's another dog that comes along with you sailing. No. <laughs> right, you shouldn't talk about well, Lucas I... Chapman like that, mate. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> was as soon as you say, said that, I thought, hell? poor Lucas. Yeah. Well, we've got a bit of story to talk about Lucas a bit later on. I'm sure that'll come up Actually, during the show. No, I'm just joking because one of the things that uh, we've 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 had a few uh, people on who've um, who've discovered sailing through various routes, um, some of them being the professional side of things, and others being a bit more what's the word, bicy, um spiritual, where they're out there singing and talking to dolphins and, and yeah, uh, just being in touch with nature. Yeah, so yeah. there's there's that side of it. Did, was it the um, when you first started? Uh, what was the feeling you got when you went sailing? Was it that, or was it sort of I want I want to win races? Uh, it was hundred percent the feeling of uh, being out in the nature and just uh, um, yeah, escaping from all the stimulus on land, I guess, and just be real and it's just super easy. Uh, you just breathe, you eat, you sleep, and you shit, and uh, <laughs> it's. Easy life, right? So, yeah, I think that's what I loved. And then I I really uh, like to cooperate in teams yep. to yeah, get the best out of other people. Uh, so that's why I did not choose to go Olympic sailing uh, because, uh, yeah, I like the overnight. I like to be out all the time. Um, I feel literally I, I would love to go tonight again sailing instead of waiting two days. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's hundred percent the nature. Yeah, so, so that the, that's the attraction yeah. to the offshore over over inshore stuff. It's just to be out there as part of it and sort of feel yourself in yeah. that setting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. and I think if you, I like inshore as well, but it's a lot of, you know, getting the boat ready and uh, shutting the boat down again, and then you go for dinner, and it's a lot of chit chat around the sailing. And offshore is just you can enjoy it every minute. Yeah. So do you remember right. your first offshore race? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Sounds like we've got a story. Net. Sounds like we've got a story coming here. Uh, yeah, no, it was just a fast net, and uh, it was just a big experience, you know. Just a fast net. <laughs> I had net. no idea. Yeah, I had no idea what's what was going on, and was on a French boat, and they all spoke French, and uh, it was a uh, yeah. Was that do the you, one? Do you, do, you, do you speak French? Well, I used to. I used to uh, learn French when I was in school, but I cheated so much. So I think I forgot everything. <laughs> was that the warhorse? That that fastnet was that warhorse? Yes. <laughs> well done, Jordan. Oh, yeah. Now, <laughs> from, from, Jordan. from memory, yeah, from memory. <laughs> A Benito I, first 50 I was, called I was walking. I was walking down the dock in 2000 and when is it? That was 2017. <laughs> is this sick, I saw, eh? I saw this French team with this young, young, uh, young girl on the boat. <laughs> so remember, because that, that was not just the fastnet, you did the delivery. So you had the whole experience with that one. Yeah. Mm. Uh, no, no, no. I just did the fastnet. Oh, I just I did basically. The I stepped on board a couple of days before because the other boat I was supposed to sail on, they they, they pulled out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it was just so, uh, I jumped on board. What what did you do? Just walk down the dock just asking people who um, you go with? Or? I was, I don't know. I, actually, I think I met the owner at the bakery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I remember that. I, I, I was going to the bakery and, uh, oh, oh, I should ask him, but it was quite a funny conversation because he was ordering something with a lot of cream in it. And I just had a, had a, had a sandwich or something. And then he looked at me and said, oh, well, that's way healthy. And I said, yeah, what you're ordering is just shit. It's super unhealthy. You shouldn't do that. And then <laughs> he laughed so loud and we start talking. And yeah, then basically uh, he said, oh, well, if you, if, if you lost your boat, then yeah, you, you can come and sail with us. I said, well, okay, let's go for it. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, buy some more sandwiches. All we've got is yeah, cream buns. <laughs> yeah, I'm only yeah. coming on. I'm only coming on if you get some real food. <laughs> oh well, they they were French, eh? They had real food, a fridge full packed up with cheese and salami and everything. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, it's different now. I can tell you. Oh dear. Food food program isn't like that anymore. No, no. Well, you 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 you're Dutch, so you guys are used to some crazy food. So you, you can survive anything being Dutch. That's, I think that's probably <laughs> the truth of it. Yeah, um, well. Go on. No, uh, no, I just say they just ruin me every day because I, I just love the mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's just the thing, you know. I think every morning I just say, hi, Lizzie, good morning. I said, yes, yes, mayonnaise. <laughs> and after that, I said, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's basically how, how every day is starting for me. <laughs> oh, Very good. Uh, a pipe oh. and a pancake. <laughs> yeah, pancakes. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so let's get past that. So you started doing a few of the offshore events. So uh, the Middle Sea Race, obviously, in 2018 was a fairly important one for you because I think without that one, this whole pathway wouldn't have come through. So you're sailing on tilting at windmills. Uh, yes, and yeah. Just tell us about one, obviously, both BP and Bicycle Regalis about sailing around islands at night looking at volcanoes, but tell us about how that the uh, Middle Sea race went for you and what was so important about it. Um, yeah, that Middle Sea race, uh, I met uh, John and Sarah, uh, the Australians, and it's Australian boat or Australian crew, and they basically, they, they feel like family for me now. Yeah. Uh, and... I think the race was pretty cool um, because I uh, there was an Olympic fin sailor on it as well, and it was a whole yeah it was like an, a kind of a different world. I've I've learned sailing differently um, because of the people. It was just a amazing group dynamics, and because of the fin sailor, he had so much knowledge, uh, and I learned. I don't know. I, I learned maybe from him. Uh, I learned just a lot. Uh, yeah, it was really valuable for me to do that race. Yeah, and that race that opened basically the doors for me come, uh, going to Australia because the the people who were on there, uh, Peggy and Yuha, they invited me. Uh, I said I was planning to go to Australia to do the Sydney to Hobart, and then they said, um, uh, "Well, then." Uh, come and stay with us. So I said, oh, okay, that's, that's a really nice offer. So they asked me, when are you coming? And, and then I said, yeah, in, in 12 days. <laughs> <laughs> and then they said, well, we live in Wagga Wagga. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. They, they live in Pitwater. Yes, that was a school. On Scotland Island. Yeah, yeah, that's a school. Yeah. For our international yeah. guests and, and, and other guests who haven't, uh, haven't seen and or heard of Scotland Island, it's a magnificent part of the world up in Pitwater. So you did land on your feet there. Yeah, it's but amazing. But you, you had to row 
<laughs> had to row your boat across. Had to row the tinny across. Well, it wouldn't have been unlike yeah. home, really, would it? You know, surrounded by water. You know. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, that was pretty cool. So I could, uh, yeah, I could basically stay stay over there, and then uh, the whole uh, the whole Sydney Australian adventure started, basically. And then, of course, yeah. you met Bradshaw. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the future yeah. ex Commodore of the Cruising Yacht Club of Australia. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And so uh, well, he, he opened up a lot of doors, I guess. So that's where you ended up on the info track, I take it? Yeah. 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 And the info track, obviously, all the peop- contacts you made on that journey has led you to where you are now. Um, so yeah. tell us about that. So if you were on Scotland Island and you, what did you get? They just offer you a job. Is that what happened on info track or? Oh, no. No, no, no. No, no. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, uh, basically, yeah. So I was based on Scotland Island, and I did some. I, I was just basically looking around, and I had my. Uh, I think it's an Opal, uh, like a chip card, so you yep. can use the public transport, right? Yeah. Yep. And um, yeah, I just went out to sailing clubs and did some sailing and day racing, and uh, I sailed with Zoe Taylor as well on her Cookson. Yep. And um, yeah, that's how I. Yeah, I basically looked around and tried to find a boat. Just tried to find a ride. And uh, I ran into Bradshaw Kellett and they needed a hand. So, yeah, we had a chat and then I could start the next day. Um, <laughs> that was pre- pretty nice. And then, uh, yeah, and so on. Start looking around and you end up on the uh, one of the, well, best boats in the fleet. Yeah, that was info really track. cool. Yeah. Lucky, yeah, lucky Scotland Island so close to bloody the CYC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So three weeks later, after using your Opal card, yeah. well, one week. <laughs> so how did you do that? Uh, yeah, she found, I she, found she found the Uber account. <laughs> no, 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 not, not at that time. No, um, in the beginning, it was quite a big travel. I think I I left home around four or something, and then I was at seven on the boat. Uh, but later, I, I made some friends on the island, and they were they were uh, working inside the city. So I could, I had three friends, and they all dropped me on the the park and ride spots, and they all took me to to the next stop, and that's how I ended on the boat every day. So it was quite a pleasant pleasant wow. trip. People yeah. are good. Aussies are good, aren't they? They just give. No, they're really nice. They're super friendly. Yeah. Oh, there we go. You. Yeah. Do you remember there the first time you met an Aussie? <laughs> mm. No, actually, no. Uh, wasn't no. that standout then? <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, you went not just from doing a bit of – you just didn't just start working on the boat. They actually uh, – you got evolved into the race team. Um, yeah. So uh, how did that come about? Like did they just start giving you a chance to go sailing or you just made friends or you got some blackmail photos? What was it? Yeah. Well, you just told them you were uh, <laughs> Yeah, I started working on the shore team and um, we went out for day sailing and Tony Mother, he, he came along and, uh, uh, oh, that guy. and Black oh, as well. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it went pretty well, actually. And I was not really expecting it, uh, but then all of a sudden they just offered me uh, to, to, yeah, to be part of the racing team and uh, do the whole trip. Yeah. So Tony's basically said, 
hey, Rosie, just take the helm for a bit. I've got to um, go check something. And then all of a sudden the polars just go shooting through the roof. <laughs> oh, hang on. <laughs> We're on we, to something. We found some talent or, here. <laughs> is that true or was it by um, bribing them with Stroopwafels? <laughs> well, uh, no, the stroke bubbles, they, they were gone because I gave them to my friends. <laughs> I remember that I had a, no, I had a cheese slicer left. I remember because the owner of Infotech, it was his birthday at, at one point and I gave my cheese slicer to him. Um, but, um, I, I don't think it was because of the presence. Uh, I think it was just because I, I worked pretty hard. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go. Absolutely. good answer. Yeah. No, good answer. We're, yeah. we're, we're trying to be silly, but you you know, we know it's real. Just, just yeah. whilst we are being a little bit silly, get silly, this, guys. Silly. Yeah, right. Sailing yeah. in Holland mm. and being part of the, the Dutch culture, there's two of my favourite things, Heineken. Mm. Oh, I love it. And Frickendales. Frickendales. It's basically like a sausage. Frickendella. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, mate, I'm in heaven. Go yachting. A couple of Heinekens. <laughs> give give Bonsi a Heineken and a Frickendella. Bit of a Frickendella. <laughs> I'm done. Wait for the day. We, we overlap slightly, Bicey, but I, I go on the other side with food. You yeah, know, the, the, you're at the sweet end. Yeah, the, the sweet end. You're at the Stroopwafel. And the apple donut. Oh, the bit, of, the bit of bowling falls right in the middle. <laughs> so where do you get the frikandela from, Nick? No, actually, uh, during the uh, ABN AMRO campaign, we are followed by this yeah. big tugboat um, <laughs> towards the end of the race. And they were like our mothership, and all they had on board was kegs of Heineken and Frickendellen in the freezer. <laughs> so whenever we stop sailing, we go over to the tug. I forget the name of it now, and that's and that's where everyone ended up congregating. So um, yeah, that's funny. That's created my love for beer and sausage, basically. <laughs> Which you didn't have That's before when story. you left Australia, by the way. No, no, not at all. No, <laughs> I, was, I was a veggie. We, <laughs> we don't have sausages here in Australia. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, so, obviously, uh, I guess on the info track, there was another Dutch. Was there another Dutch sailor on that boat at any time? Yeah. Yeah. What was yeah, his yeah. name? Yeah, yeah. Bauer. Oh. Uh, oh never, Bauer. He never made that, that, anything of himself, did he? Bauer, 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 Bauer. I'm just trying to remember the last name. Beck, Beck. <laughs> Um, so did so did uh, did that help in any way? Um, no, I, well, no, I don't think so. Okay. I, uh, because Bauer yeah, arrived. He's well, a bit of yeah, a bloody I, hard bastard, no, isn't he? No, well, <laughs> well, I learned a lot from him, but I think he arrived after uh, Tony offered me to to come sailing. So. In that case, yeah. Rosalind, but I a, learned a lot from him. There's yeah. another familiar theme coming, growing here, and is that uh, Bauer, uh, we've all worked for Bauer at some stage. Oh, really? So, yes. Yeah, so as Nick keeps alluding to in the show, um, even though we've worked for him, and I say worked, uh, he still is our boss. Yeah. So, um, oh. so if you see Bauer in the street, yep, yep. He's, he's, he's your boss still. Yep. So, um, <laughs> yep, he'll make sure that you're on time. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, <laughs> so this whole... This whole sort of adventure led to all sorts of adventures. Obviously, afterwards, you did a lot. Of, you've done a lot of time over in the Caribbean doing regattas over there. You've got quite a yeah. few sea miles under your belt now. Like you, you, what are you like three hundred thousand sea miles? I'm guessing around about that from what I hear. Three hundred thousand. Uh, thirty thousand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jordan's actually yeah, tracked more it. More or less. He Jordan's <laughs> gone back through your history. <laughs> And he's tracked it all. 
Have you taken into effect the curvature of the curve uh, of, of the of earth, earth as well, Jordan? Of course. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. The great circle route. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. Um, oh. It is Friday morning. Yep, go on. So yeah, you managed to... You, 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 got, you guys are quite on, you know, Friday morning uh, at 6 o'clock. I wouldn't be so... I don't know. So jovial. I, I appreciate it. It's, just yeah, just, it's, it's just to be completely honest, I haven't been to bed yet. <laughs> <laughs> No, you should, you should see. You should see nothing th- but professionalism here. You should see Thursday nights in Adelaide; they're massive. <laughs> oh dear! Down the Ramsgate. Down the Ramsgate. <laughs> anyway, so you, what you've what I was just trying to allude to is that you've you've you're not you've done a stack of miles, so you've become quite uh, an experienced offshore sailor. Um, got a lot of experience, and as part of that time you spent on the info track, you got to meet a bloke by the name of Chris Nicholson, who's also done a little bit of time at sea. Um, how did that? How did you go with Nico straight up? Is it was it an easy relationship, or he's um, he just he was super friendly? Mm, yeah, uh, yeah. No, Nico. He was. He's. Well, he is just who he is. He is quite chilled, and uh, yeah, we we could get along well. And uh, I knew. I think I I just asked him what his plans were, and then um, <laughs> yeah, I knew he was setting up something in Europe. For the ocean race and I know after I left Australia uh, a couple of months later he gave me a call if I wanted to join him and uh, yeah did, I said did, sure did you make your intentions known from day one Rosie that you wanted to be part of this offshore culture that Nico has been entrenched in in the last 20 odd years um, or you just showed by just sheer talent well I don't know I'm not too sure, actually. I don't know. I can ask Nico tomorrow. I will ask him. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I, I think I, I made no. I think I, I made quite sure. Uh, yeah. What, what my intentions were. Yeah. Like, yeah. What I see. What I see here is just determination. What I see here is yeah. just. Uh, it's just I want to do this. There's no questions. And um, yeah, there was no question about that. I think I just worked my ass over, and everyone knew what I wanted. So. Uh, <laughs> we like yeah. that. We like that. So, and so let, let's let's be honest. That is the way that um, people end up finalising their path. Well, your, your pathway is never finalised, but taking those big steps, and that is putting your head down, getting on with the work, doing the doing the hard graph, and uh, you reap the rewards. Yeah, well, and I think you know you were talking about the path, and um, some people ask me or uh, what path should I follow to do offshore sailing or whatever. But I, I, I really think that you just should do whatever makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like mm-hmm. if, if you're happy with what you're doing every day, I think you're winning every day, right? So, so if, for example, if I cannot sail the ocean race uh, next year for one reason, then I, I just won every day already. So I'm, you know, you know what I mean? Yep. 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 Oh, we're hearing you. Yeah. Uh, that's why Bice is so into his beer and sausage. It just makes him happy. <laughs> yeah, well, that is good on him. And I have advice on that as well. If you come to the Netherlands, you can get it out of the wall now. So if you yeah. go to a pub Fibre. and you... Yeah, the Fieber. You know, it's yeah. one of my favourite restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Actually, just, just to diverge a little bit, uh, Tom Tauber, which a lot of our listeners mm. would know the name of, um, he said to me, oh, Bicey, this was back in the AB and Amro days. I'm going to take you to this restaurant. 
I used to go there all the time when I was at university and I was like, oh, and we're going into Amsterdam. He's going to mm-hmm. take me into the red light district. Uh. We're going to go to a strip club <laughs> or something like that. And we park in this huge car park. Nothing is around. I'm like, there's going to be a secret entrance. <laughs> Next thing you know, he gives me two euros, points me towards Vivo, <laughs> go your hardest. <laughs> And it's basically like a massive um, uh, Coke dispenser. You put your money in the wall, press the number of what you want, and out come some potato chips with mayonnaise, yeah. some freaking dal, some bitter bollens, all, all of the famous Dutch. All the great stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, Phoebo, <laughs> without a doubt, one of the one of the greatest restaurants in history. <laughs> Very good. Wow. Like Roddy, the sailing podcast. All right, so, so let's get serious. Um, what happened when oh, – when did you get your uncle? Oh, sorry, <laughs> Bicey. Sorry. sorry. All right, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See you later, guys. Uh, tell us about that phone call that said, hey, you want to, you're on the team. Um, wow. Sorry, I thought I lost you. You're still right. – yeah, you're yes, still there. Um, um, yeah, so I uh, – I think he sent me an email. He sent me an email first and then and we had a call and uh, yeah, then it all happened. There was not much communication before that. Uh, I just had an email, a call, and then I think I got a contract and then I just stepped on the plane and flew into Alicante and we recommissioned the boat and it was a whole, uh, yeah, a whole adventure. <laughs> have you had to sell your soul to Axa Nobel? So you have to now go around to all the Axa Nobel shops and... Waving yeah. the flag, yeah, yeah. Are you well, now the new face of Axon Nobel in Holland? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Uh, we had the CEO of International on board. That was pretty cool in the lab. Oh wow, it was yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we visited uh, some factories in um, in uh, in England. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. That was impressive actually to see what they're doing, and uh, it's just a big machine, you know, like with all the people, and yeah, pretty cool. It's yeah. cool. Uh, it's a it's a good team you've got on that boat. A <coughs> uh, few Australians, um, Italian, and I guess the only thing the only are there any sailors that concern you on that boat that you're worried about going to sea with, and why is Tristan that sailor? <laughs> what are you alluding to here, George? Oh, Tristan. I was just picking on Tristan. That's all. Oh no, I wasn't thinking about Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you going, Bicey? Um. Um, no, I'll, I'll get to it. Stand yeah, by. No. <laughs> so you've got obviously. Let's just run through. You have got uh, Nico, Lucas Chapman, Tristan Seal, who uh, we pick on because he was part of the boatyard. Uh, yourself, Rory Hunter from the UK, Charlie White, uh, Guillo Bertelli, and then Liz Wardley. Um, so Julio, 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 Julio. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah you, I said you, it the Australian you, you way. You also Gulio, but he he. he <laughs> It's Julio. Julio. Does Julio uh, um, have his own clothing <laughs> line? The Axonobel clothing line? <laughs> and Will no, Harris. No, Don't no, forget, Will Harris. Let me get my Prada kit on. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing gets past us, Rosalind. Nothing. Don't worry. The, from day one when uh, Julio joined the, joined the <laughs> Bogart team, Everyone took the piss out of him. Yeah. Like he, he was literally the boatyard's Fabio. Had these beautiful long locks, 
a nice look, good looking bloke. And you know what that leads to? Everyone taking the piss out of him. So I hope that continues. <laughs> well, he, he he cut his hair, so that yeah, that's a good thing, I guess. <laughs> uh, I was just so who, who's the best and worst on your boat? Uh, yeah, I think the best. Well, I should say, uh, I think Lucy is doing all right. Yeah, yeah, Lucy, Lucas. Uh, yeah, Lucy. Yeah, yeah, he, he's doing really well. Uh, I think he, in his role as a watch captain as well, he's mm-hmm. taking more responsibility. Um, and I think he's doing really well. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah, the worst, <laughs> uh, let's save that for later, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll, I, I, I'm, in, say, I'm in the Tristan. same apartment, I can tell you. We, we know it's Oh, okay. So, who's Rosie living with? <laughs> the, Hey, Jordan just, just looked that just up joking. via the Jordapedia. <laughs> oh, no, no. And it, oh, I'm assuming. Are you tracking my sharing. iPhone as well? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel a little jo- bit scared. Geordie leaks, they call it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Let's get on to the race. Okay. Let's get on to the serious stuff. Yeah, let's get on to the race. Um, it's it's important that we talk about the race because it was an amazing race. Was it an amazing race for you? Like in the middle of it, did you did you go? Oh my yeah, God. yeah. It was hundred percent. It was it was really cool. Like the conditions were pretty sick. We had a, a lot of wind and a lot of downwind reaching and ah oh man, it, it was yeah yeah. It was super nice. Yeah. Let's go back yeah, to this. I don't know. Let's break it down stage by <laughs> stage, cool. though, so we can oh, – because yeah. there's a lot to talk about here. Um, yeah. What did you think lining up about – first off, you're lining up with the 65s and the 60s. Like, first, what did you think about that? What do you think about the two different divisions? Um, just in general? Hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I think it's just different boats, right? And you really see, like, the Imokas, if they come up their foils, they're super quick. Uh, and once there's a less wind, uh, yeah, they're just slow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Guess, um, but I, I, you never had the chance to see them upwind because it was always either super light or downwind sailing, right? Yeah. So they're either, like you say, super quick or yeah. level pegging. But yeah. as we saw towards the end, do you, Obviously, with all the 65s, you're looking at them as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But is there that little competitiveness against the Omokas as well? No. Or just like no. you're just completely different boats? Well, I, so you... I, yeah. I, I really think it's just a completely different boat. And, um, you know, when we finished, we were super close to each other. Well, very close. Well, somewhere. Very, very, yeah. very, very close. <laughs> yeah, it was. I think we all finished within a couple of minutes of each other. So that's extreme after 1,300 miles. But uh, I think in general, it's just a totally different boat, different setup, less people. And I'm not too sure if you can really compare it with each other, you know? So maybe you t- I'm, I'm wondering what you guys think, actually. Oh, well, we, I, I think as spectators, we're all quite interested on the different designs. So from – we. We love the close racing of the 65s and then we we look across and we go, okay, well, we know that the Imoka boats are designed to fly around the world um, and just mm-hmm. stay in front of pressure systems. But so actually sailing point to point may not necessarily favour them. So there's that interest from a design perspective. 
Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, plus you've got an Omoka there without foils um, and you got the 65s, which when they first came out, everyone said was slow and have proved to be amazing boats sort of thing. So um, we watch it from that perspective uh, with intrigue. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we want to see how quickly they do accelerate when they hit their, their perfect spot. That's the sort of stuff we're interested in, I think. You know, like I'd, I'd be interested if I was sailing along in the 65 and then we turn to the perfect angle for an Omoka 60 and you just watch it sail away from you just going, holy dooly, how fast is that thing going sort of thing. But Yeah. Mm. I think we have seen that quite a bit in the finish. Yeah. Um, there were, I think it was like with 10 or 12 knots of wind and just you could see the Imoka, it, it came on the horizon and mm. within like one and a half hour it was just right next to us. Mm. But then the wind dropped. I think it was seven knots or something, or and it just fell off the foils, and it was just you know, no question at the back of everyone. So the, yeah. in, in the race, if I sort of had to summarise the race, you sort of started off in quite light winds, uh, sitting in yeah. a bit of a ridge, then you crossed into a nice pressure zone as you headed out to that turning mark. Um, yeah. Job around that with good pressure. Then you came back into another ridge, and everyone yeah. bunched up. I guess is the thing. So, at that, if we go to the start, happy with the start, you had to tack off. You were looking all right for a bit. Then you had to tack off, and then everyone was mixing in. Was it just frustrating, or was it uh, exciting? Uh, well, at the start we were slow. So, um, yeah, uh, we were too slow. Mm. Um, we had too much runner on, we found out later. Um, Whose fault was that? Um, where were we? Forgot. Oh, uh, you're doing the start. Uh, uh, the runner. The you star. wound the runner on too the much. Runner. No, so basically I, I should not, you know, do the, the micromanagement, the details, all the details, but I think we were just too slow and everyone knew. Just, that was pretty shit. And after that, yeah, uh, we went fast <laughs> the whole race basically yeah so uh, and you're, then, you're quite well yeah. positioned at times like you there was a lot of tactical positioning with axo was doing so who's making that cause is that nico and will or is that a, a how do you do it on the boat there a lot of discussion and input was it Lucas? uh yeah so uh will he was still finishing his uh double hand to the uh, to the other side uh, where is it uh, in the caribbean oh, my so apologies. he's not on board oh my apologies i thought he was so who was no, the no, navigator? He, he will arrive tomorrow. He will arrive tomorrow. Uh, so the um, uh, list did the navigation, um, uh, and she discussed with Nico a lot. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And then, I must say, so from, I think, from the outside, there are two. Well, to me, there were two outs. Well, sixty fives that were seen to in front of the fleet, and that was one you guys being AXO and Mirapuri. Mm. Um, yeah. They were the ones that kind of had the jump in my eyes. Um, and then, well, unfortunately for you guys, you just then ran into the brick wall and everyone caught up. Yeah. Yes, and then yeah. decisions were made and you certainly made yeah. the right decision on the right side of the exclusion zone. Yep. Um, yeah. So, so I, I, I need to know, like, had you at halfway through the race, did you stop watching the Austrian Ocean Race Project? Did you stop looking at their position? Well, I think we have never looked at that position. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. No, to be honest, I don't think so, yeah. So everything, like, as a sailor, like, you, you've put all that effort in, you sail down night, and as Nick said, you bunch up literally, yeah. you know, a few 
few miles from the finish. Like everything yeah, just sort of frustrating. The whole fleet yeah. comes back together. Yeah, um, that was uh, that was a pretty frustrating moment, and um, we all like we stopped our, our watches uh, at seven in the morning or so or six. So everyone was just on deck and pushing the, the boat all the time, like literally. We were all over it, uh, you know, no food, just water and, 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 and push and push and push. And yeah, then you finish fifth and that was just, yeah, uh, super disappointing. And I think the result is not reflecting at all how the race was. Mm. Well, I think, the um, result, but I think the result was reflecting yeah. the last couple of miles where it looked like very patchy. Yeah. I think it was very patchy and, you know, we obviously couldn't yeah. see live footage, um, but uh, you could see that there would be, uh, you know, boats moving ahead and then boats stopping and then boats moving ahead and boats stopping. It seemed, yeah. And it seemed the uh, uh, Poland and childhood went up into, uh, right up into the land and that just seemed, looked like yeah. a, a death move for a bit and then it just sort of yeah. paid off. <laughs> Yeah, it's exactly what you're saying. And, uh, yeah, that was just, you know, you pick a side. Um, it's the same with a coin. <laughs> and uh, they were just lucky. Well, that's just that's lucky. what happens in those conditions for sure. Well, what about the decision yeah. to go around that exclusion zone? Did, was there much discussion around that or you always knew you were going to go south of that? Yeah, uh, we knew we were going to, yeah, we, we, we went to the south and we knew, yeah. Have you spoke well, to any of the Mirapuri guys and asked why they went north? Uh, I'm not too sure, actually. I just, um, I think Liz had a chat today to the to the to the to the guy of the navigation, but um, I will ask. Yeah, she wasn't really clear. Okay, no worries. All right, well, on to the incident of <laughs> the race. <laughs> when you're all bunched up, you've got eleventh hour come smoking in. Was that mm-hmm. a big crunch of carbon fiber you heard? Did you see the crash <laughs> that they had? I haven't seen it. No, no, I haven't seen it. Oh, it is spectacular. Mm. It's almost, it's almost, yeah. uh, it's almost um, surreal, isn't it? It's, it's like in slow motion. Yeah. Did you not know this? So, eleventh uh, hour came through the back and smacked into Ambassar with its foil. Did you? Have you not? Did you not see? That? Yeah. I, I've heard it and I, I've seen the, the footage, but uh, I, I haven't seen it live or okay. whatnot. Oh, you're not going to see it live now. I got, we don't do replays in real life, but... Um, <laughs> uh, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> what about the finish? Like um, with the, the closeness of the finish, was that, you know, we see, we see um, Team Childhood just flying its A4 from the top of the mast just for uh, and all that sort of <laughs> stuff, you know, like that was just crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what's what's the question? Oh, I mean, just the approach to the finish and watching it all unfold. You know, like um, there must have been it must have been incredible to be part of. That's all. I'm just intrigued. Yeah, it, it was like super crazy, and there was no wind at all all the time, and you're just super careful, and yeah, like, and all of a sudden the wind is there, and you almost, uh, you know. You tip over with your mast at zero in in twenty knots, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was just, yeah. Stop start. Um, stop start. Stop start. Yeah, exactly like that. And then you see on the left side of you, you see just all the boats going, and you're right with child with a big A4 just flapping around, and you're like, "Am I in a zoo or something?" You know, it's just <laughs> craziness. Um, 
But I yeah, guess, I guess pretty cool. like everyone was just reacting to what was going on around them as quick as possible. And in some yeah. cases like that, in, in those instances where it is up and down so yeah. much, it's sometimes better just to stay with the one sale. But you could see that there was a lot going on. Yeah. Sure. Oh, for us as well, we, we built two times to the, to the A4, Mazda uh, Zero, we had the J1 ready. We had everything ready just to, yeah. Uh, yeah. Rosie, to, I, I, I learned something to tee it in, tee it up. Tee it up. Tee it up. My gosh. You, you, you have some weird things. No, not really. It sounds like my Thursday afternoon when I'm about to play golf. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Rosie, how much are you over this uh, protest which is underway? Or has it been heard between um, – because let me get this right. There was a choice between taking the A3 and the A4. Is that correct? And – one boat actually took both. Uh, yeah, the Mexicans, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, um, within within the first couple of hours, they've flown both of them as well. Yeah. Uh, and your question is what I, what I think about it? No, as 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 far as a protest, has there been a protest lodged? Um, and I'll guarantee you, whoever's lodging it is definitely Bauer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, uh. If there has been a protest lodged, and what's the outcome? I have no idea. Yeah. All right, we'll keep on that. We'll get our investigative reporter all over it. His name is <laughs> But uh, you, you obviously chose the A4. Good choice in the end? Yeah. Uh, yeah, super good choice. I think, um, well, the A4 was new, so uh, we never sailed with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think it's, it's, a, re- it's a nice sail. Yeah. yeah. It- but yeah. I mean, the data doesn't show that though, because obviously the Austrian uh, offshore team didn't go with the yeah. A4 and they won the rec- the event. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but <laughs> I think like if the park was black, not there, that's a long bow you're drawing I'm there, just, my friend. I'm just pointing the weakness <laughs> in statistics, you know. <laughs> well, in the last three miles, running into the brick wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just making a yeah. point. That spinnaker, the A4 looked like it was a fabulous but, addition. Yeah. But but Jonah, I think you're you're like in the beginning, in the first few days, we were um Austria was quite close to the whole fleet all the time and I was quite surprised by it. Mm. Um so yeah, I'm curious. Well they run the, they know? ran the triple header setup, um, which obviously under a lot of pressure that, that works quite well on the yeah on, on the six yeah. or five. So but yeah, not no such well, they, yeah, we, we we yeah we saw them even having the the fractional on as well yesterday. That was interesting. Yeah, wow. yeah. So yeah, what what's your view on the sixty five? Like when oh, you just about to ask, I was just about to. Oh, ask sorry, BP. You, ask. you got no. All right, you ask it. Yeah, you ask on the sixty five. Oh, hang on, I'll ask it. What's your view? What's your view on the sixty five? So, Rosalind, now that we've gone through all that, what is your view on the sixty five? So, what's the question? Um, yeah, uh, it, back in 1965, it was a <laughs> it was a rock concert. <laughs> oh, my view on the sixty-five. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, um, yeah, I think there are fun boats, especially in in, in reaching, it's going pretty fast. And um, yeah, wet. I think some things. Was it very yeah, it's wet? Pretty wet. Some yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think it's fun as well, and yeah. Um, I think, oh. yeah, cool boats. Okay, I'm going to throw... They're I'm solid, gonna, you know. I'm going to throw a hypothesis out here. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Okay. 
The Volvo Ready? 65 is the most important offshore boat that's ever been invented. Yeah. Okay. And here's my <laughs> hypothesis. The, the 65 was so derided when it first was bought out, like it was just going to be a complete dud. But we have seen, without doubt, the best offshore races because of that boat. We've got identical boats racing around the world. We saw it in the finished. Got that, BP? Identical? Sorry. Is that like One Design? <laughs> yeah, One Design. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what is One Design? Racing around the world. So we saw these amazing finishes, not just – we saw the amazing finish in New Zealand, the amazing finish into The Hague, and now this finish, uh, which I never thought we'd see any better finishes. I, I have to say, Jordan, just to add to that, what you're saying there, mm. I was a bit um, sort of dubious as to how this uh, was going to pan out, and I was so stoked to see this end the way it did. So sorry to butt in on that question. So go, go back to the question. I'm just throwing it out there. Like, is the Volvo 65 the best offshore boat just because it provides the most exciting racing? Rosie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Um, I'm just blowing smoke yeah, up I don't know. I, like, I don't know, because I've never seen a, a different other bo- uh, one design boat racing. Uh, well, that's that's the point, though, isn't it? So, because yeah, we've got this... so I think in in that perspective, it's 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 really cool. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. So yeah. the one design, the whole one design fleet has produced this amazing scenario where we get to see this really cool racing. I don't know, like the with much respect to our friends in the ocean race, the coverage at the end was weak because you know they they probably don't have the budget or they didn't have camera guys or whatever. They couldn't get them there because of COVID. I don't know, but I dare say they've got that message though. <laughs> yeah, but the regardless, we were still enthralled. Like, you know, yes. I, I can't say yeah. how many messages I got from BP at ten o'clock at night just saying, <laughs> you know, it uh, looks like it looks like Axar another five degrees higher than this boat and another, you know, like And you, what was your message back? I ha- it's past my bedtime. <laughs> I've got to go and leak. <laughs> so but like we didn't from our you know, we're sitting on the other side of the world watching your race. And watching yeah. you, you know, and apart from the secret camera we installed on you three months ago so we could get all our data, um, <laughs> we, 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 you know, we were enthralled because, and it's because of those boats. I just think the 65, 100%. the one design offshore fleet is is just a, a no-brainer. But that being said, we don't necessarily, because we're in Australia, we don't get to see it as much. We don't watch the Figaro 3 fleet as much, but for some reason. Yeah. But the 65s we do. Maybe that's just personal. I don't know. But they're, they're a cracking boat. They seem to be a great boat. Must be very stressful to sail. Um, yeah, but the, like, yeah. Um, I think it's not stressful. The boats are super solid mm-hmm. and they're really strong. Um, and it's just pretty cool. I've, I've sailed on uh, childhood as well quite a bit uh, and on the Mapfrey boats. And they're just, yeah identical but all with a different soul <laughs> but uh yeah good They're, it's cool it's good, well, good would like, yeah. would like like to hear those words so that's cool because uh, Bicey's put a lot of effort into those boats as you're probably aware um yeah I guess I guess the uh, the the whole one design thing is uh, is as as Jordan was alluding to is is what's produced that racing and uh, we are super excited moving forward to see with the next leg because I think that uh, as you get further and further into it you're going to get more and more into the boats um, and yeah. it's going to produce something special over the next uh, year and a half I mm. I would agree with that boys you happy with that absolutely 
And I was going to ask Rosie, what? so what's next on the agenda? You've got the coastal race. And I'll tell you one thing, you're going to see a yeah, bigger difference me. in between um, first and fifth <laughs> in the 65s in a coastal race <laughs> than a four-day offshore. That's crazy. So, so what's the agenda? you got the coastal race and when's the next offshore leg start? Yeah, so Saturday we have the Mirpuri Foundation Cup and then Sunday we start the leg to Alicante. Oh, forgot to give a shout-out to Paolo Mirapuri. Best hair in sailing, yeah. by the way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's got a beautiful tuft of hair. There's no doubt about it. I love um, So, coastal race, and what's that? Uh, how's the weather looking? It can be quite windy off the coast there of Cascais. Um, I know that the, the leg, uh, so the leg Sunday to Alicante, it will be pretty windy through Gibraltar. It will be upwind. Um yeah, so we'll see. It will be pretty cool, probably. Especially in the uh, in the passage through Gibraltar, that little area there, that can always be tricky. Um, once yeah. You settle, once you settled into the Med, it's all right, but uh, can be very interesting going in through Gibraltar for sure. Yeah, I think the the forecast is twenty five uh, knots now upwind, but yeah, so we'll make it thirty five. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there'll be a nice fifty got fifty gusts through there at some stage. <laughs> <laughs> well, if yeah. that's happening, I will I will personally. Uh, Send some footage to you guys. Oh, <laughs> oh don't worry. We've actually uh, – Liz is not actually not a real human being. She's a fembot. And uh, we have full footage of exactly what's going on. <laughs> you thought we were We've joking. implanted her yep. into the ocean race <laughs> within your team. Fembot. So you thought we were joking, <laughs> didn't you, Rosal? You thought we were joking. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, I thought you were joking. You will never look I at I can't believe you again. spoke about Liz like that. We're going to have to retune her a little bit. <laughs> We'll just scrub out a couple of keywords so that she doesn't respond. <laughs> with um, with your future, so you do the Europe, um, the Ocean Race Europe. Um, yeah. And then I'm guessing that you hope to go around the world in 22, 23. Is that part of the plans? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's part of the plans, yeah. Um, I will say, just uh, as an observation, if you are a sponsor uh, and you've got mm-hmm. quite a bit of money floating around, like – I can't understand why you wouldn't be involved because you're producing such mm. amazing racing and there's so many mm. eyes on it. I can't even describe how many eyes watch this. We know the numbers. Um, so it's it's good buying. It's very, very good buying. So there you go. I'm, I'm just trying to talk you into a job there just to <laughs> make so you get some sponsorship. So no, if you, you, yeah. If you want to sponsor a team, just reach out to Rosalind and she can bring it in for you. Or us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or we start working together and just set up a campaign ourselves, the Barcarati. Oh, no, that's already, that's already, that's already organised. Um, so we've, I don't yeah. know if, how often you listen. I know you listen a bit to Barcarati, but I don't know how often you listen. Do you, we used to talk about the Ginga Challenge. Have you heard about that? No. So do you know oh, my it, God, yes. Yes, the Ginga <laughs> yeah, yeah, Challenge. I've heard yeah. about it, yeah. Tell Tristan he's on the short list. Yeah. He hasn't quite made it yet. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, That's right, uh, the Ginga Challenge. Yeah, our theory is that you can crowdfund uh, a team and you need to just get around, focus around some, you've got to have something to focus on. And, and we just thought that, that that much maligned part of the population, the 2 to 3% of the population that has got red hair, um, yeah. if you think of all the talented sailors in the world that have got red hair, you know, like all the best sailors in the world have red hair. So um, 
Um, I used we, to have red hair. There, there you go. Maybe oh, you're. There you go. There you go. You just does have that, to. Does that oh. count though? I don't know that that counts anymore because uh, we've have we've had to be quite strict on the intake. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. Maybe Stra- strawberry, blo- strawberry blonde will get you in. Yeah. Oh, you've no problem. Oh, oh, then I'm in. Then I'm in. Yeah, absolutely. Hundred <laughs> percent. But the whole co- the whole concept of crowdfunding. Jordan, mu- <laughs> Jordan must know. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's a bit strawberry blonde. You're right. I'm, I'm sort of, I'm sort of more auburn. Like my, my, my old old Jordan, warm. old Fanta pants. They call him Fanta pants. <laughs> anyway, who I might um, say has so got a, you were has saying, got a fantastic haircut. Now he looks good, doesn't he? You were saying uh, carrots. <laughs> So, yeah, we're going to crowdfund a team at least. I think that's it. And we're just putting $2 on every haircut for redheads around the world. That's all we're doing. That's how we're going. So, but beyond that, yeah, we'll, we'll form a team. So you can be on the Ginga Challenge. Otherwise, um, otherwise we'll just form nice. another team. If sponsors come out of the woodwork, we can run a two-boat team. We don't know we have to be Gingers. So there you go. We'll run a two-boat <laughs> team. What about, we won't exclude. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. What about, um, yeah, for all those people that aren't lucky enough to be Gingers, we'll have a second boat. Yeah. Yeah. Non, the non-ginger challenge. Yeah. <laughs> the non-ginger challenge. The one guaranteed no punch-ups on this boat. <laughs> no, no red, no red mist here. Uh, oh, the wanna wannabe gingers. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, the boat with soul. Um, <laughs> what we, what I wanted to ask though is, that, you know, you've been racing alongside the Amokas. Do, do you have an interest in yeah. that? Is that a potential future for you? Um, I would be interested. Yeah, in, in selling a mocha, of course. Yeah. Um, but if the, yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> well, being yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which one, like that, some pretty cool boats out there, boats, which one's your favourite on the dock? Uh, I like, I like the 11th hour. Yeah. Yeah. They're cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, Stealth. Do you look at them, because they're quite, you know, they're, they're not one design and they're quite different in shape, do you go and sort of hunt around and have a bit of a look at them and see what the different design ideas are and what they're doing differently or, you know, does that stuff take your interest or? Yeah, well, I would love to and I would love to uh, do that way more but I think uh, because of uh, there are kind of COVID restrictions and, uh, oh, yeah, we course. basically were in the uh, hotel or, or the apartment and then we walked back to the boat and then back to the apartment. Right. So we kind of try to avoid having too much interaction with other people. Yeah. And, acco- uh, and, accordion, so yeah. and accordion players. What's that? A, and accordion players. I did, <laughs> In see, the streets I did, of Portugal. I did see a street of uh, Portugal with an accordion player today. Was that you? Oh, oh my God. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought, is uh, that the COVID camera. restriction thing as well? Liz, Liz was hiding behind the building. The Liz robot. Could see exactly what was going on. The Liz robot. The Liz Fembot. The Liz Bot. Yeah, I told, <laughs> we told you, Rosalind. And, right. and Lucy was there. Lucy was there. Yeah, you guys, it's, it's six o'clock in the morning. Like, <laughs> like I said, I may or may not have gone to bed. <laughs> I've been yeah. up all night studying. I secretly work with the USA. I just <laughs> hope that the, the, the nickname Liz Bot sticks. I just hope that nickname sticks because I think you've got Lucy so on the boat, which so I love. Let's talk, and about, then, let's talk about nicknames. It's come up it come up last week, yeah. uh, nicknames, and it did. It has caused a stir, yeah, the actually, whole nickname thing. The nickname thing seems to be coming uh, at, a, with, at a wave. Uh, there has had been suggestions we have a new segment, Jordan. Oh, yeah. About where nicknames come from after last week's fantastic uh, uh 
segment that went through. So let's talk about the uh, the nicknames of uh, of your yeah. boat. So before we wrap it up, of course, Nico, uh, Nico is Nico. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Lucas, Lucy. Lucy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Tristan. What do you got there for us? Seal. Sealy. 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 Not bad. Yeah. You've been in Sydney way yeah. too much. Yeah. Uh, Rosie, what's your nickname? Rosie. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Pretty Rosie's good. Just Rosie. We're going well so far. <laughs> um, so then we Liz get... Wardley, Liz Bot, Liz Bot, yeah. Liz Bot, <laughs> Liz Bot's got a stick from now on. So. Julio, Gulio, Gulio. <laughs> <laughs> the Australian Julio is Gulio. Yeah. Um, who else we got? Rory. Yeah, that's Rosa. Rosa, oh, Rosa. Yeah, oh, that's a good Rosa. Australian. That's one. a good Aussie name. Rosa, yeah. Rosa. Yeah. How about Charlie? Charlie White. Chaza. Chazza. Oh. <laughs> Chucky. Chucky's a good one. Chucky, yeah, Chucky. Chazza. Chazza. So we've got Chazza, Rosa. Yeah. Oh, and uh, you don't have Will there yet, so. No. Probably it will be something like Willzo. Willzo. Willow. Willow. <laughs> <laughs> and how about the uh, CEO of um, AXO who was on board? Yeah. Uh, we call him JM. Oh, uh, JM. <laughs> <laughs> Beauty. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Good. We Jim. like it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So what we yeah. want to do, Rosalind, then, is because we'll, we were going to keep in touch with you, obviously, during the uh, course of the event, we would like you to start spreading the banter via nicknames to the other teams as well. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Talk about it. Talk about it. It's the main topic of discussion, not the event, not the racing, not the results. We want nicknames. Nicknames and banter. <laughs> Maximum banter. Yeah. What yeah. is banter? Basically, take piss. the piss right. out of the other teams as much as you can. Pretend, you know, okay, pretend better. vitriol. Yeah. yeah so. just, just, just send Lisbot out. Yeah. We'll give you, we'll give you, we'll give you the, we'll give you the programs. <laughs> send Lisbot out on a, on a couple of journeys, and she'll come back with a bunch of information. You just download them. Oh, we'll, God, I can't wait till she's walking down the dock and someone goes, "Hey, Lisbot." <laughs> <laughs> and Jonathan, can you can you reprogram? The bot, the, the bot as well. Oh, we can. There? Yeah. What 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 <laughs> what changes do you need made? <laughs> I will I will give you a separate phone call. I'll that. tell you what. Once we go off air, I'll tell you the little cheat code how you need to um how you what you need to hold and pinch to make it the <laughs> to set the reprogram. <laughs> well, maybe you can give a little preview now. <laughs> The hard reset. <laughs> Do the hard reset, yeah. If you go up to – no, I can't say it. We'll get in too much trouble. <laughs> We're right. lost, Bicey. Um, Rosie. Actually, who, who's the funniest on the boat? Who, who makes you laugh the most on the boat? Because um, we've, got, we've got another program we can set Lisbon up. <laughs> 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 yeah, Liz, uh, Liz, the, Liz, run the humor yeah, the, program. <laughs> I've got Liz's face on my other screen here. <laughs> Hang on, I'm working on the code now. <laughs> and humor. <laughs> the Lizbot. So, so you're hearing us, Rod? You're hearing us? Lizbot. No, come on, answer inside. the question. Right. When you go funny? inside now, you're going to walk inside and you're going to see. No, no, I don't care. Laughing, I, think I, stay, I, stay, I think I stay outside. No, go inside. Can you film no. it? <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, you still need a little breather, oh, oh, people. I gotta jump off the balcony again. No, no. <laughs> okay. No, no. Look, look, Don't worry. Summer, she's summer. faster than a speeding bullet. <laughs> She'll be down there. <laughs> she's designed to save people. <laughs> oh, come on. I want to bring this back on. Um, That's enough. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't answer the humor question. Who's the funniest? Um. <laughs> What was the question? Chazza. Chazza. Chazza's the funniest. Charlie White's the funniest. And, and yeah, who's the yeah. test rig? So a test rig, you know when you're going to, uh, you're going to um, say, Percy Cole and they put something on, they've developed a new foil or something and then they put it into the test rig to see how far they, they have to push it before they break it. We call, mm-hmm. we call the person on the boat that does the most damage test rig. That's an automatic nickname on a boat. So every boat's got a test rig. Ooh. So who's the test rig on your boat? Um, um, I think Tristan. Yeah, that makes sense. Stilo. <laughs> Bice has muted himself. Bice is still. Yeah, you know, need a little breather. Peeps. <laughs> oh, okay, so Stilo's the test rig. So okay. what we need to do, we need to find out test rigs of all boats. Yeah. And yeah. nicknames. Cool. Um, <laughs> We won't touch back on Lizbot for the moment. <laughs> I think we're heading to our worst ever episode. We're just sitting here giggling the whole time. <laughs> Seven o'clock in the morning. Sorry, my apologies. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, let's get serious. We, we're serious. All right, come on, wrap it, wrap it up. Hey, you're just starting to dig. Right. Wrap it up, Jordan. Okay. Um, two on, quick questions to finish us off. Um, what's your favourite yeah. boat? Have you got a favourite boat that you love the most? On on the sixty five. I know in in, in, in sailing. In sailing, what boat um, makes you happy? Um. Well, I like the Cookson. I like Cookson fifty. Cookson fifty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, Good choice. And is that yeah. the is that the canter Grace O'Malley? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, yep. Well, I, I yeah. actually sailed with the second owner of that boat here in Sydney. So. Um, Oh really? Yeah, on the what was Chris, the name? Chris Way. So uh, oh well, yeah, yeah. So uh, nice. the boat is uh, has gone through a fully re- full restoration after a little incident, but that's uh, that's uh, yeah. it's looking looking glamour now. That boat. So I'm for sale in the Caribbean. Yes, right way, now. Chris Way. Chris Way. Yes, way. Mm. There's, <laughs> yeah. There's one for sale right now. If you love the Cooks and Fifty, there's one available right now. And you can come straight through Barkarati Brokerage. <laughs> um, give us a yell, and uh, we can pick that up. That, no problems. Okay. Um, all right. So favorite boat. That was good. Simple answer. I like it. What about the short-handed thing? Like, would you do double-handed? I was going to ask you that. I was going to ask you. Yeah. Yo, you're you're on the same line, eh? Yeah. I really know. Are you are you in the same house as well? No. <laughs> no, it's too, a little bit too personal. The question we've each no. got, we've each got a um, a spare Lizbot sitting in our houses <laughs> in case one breaks. Just feeding us with information. <laughs> Next best question, please. <laughs> now I was going to ask send... about double handing. <laughs> <laughs> Respond X two. <laughs> um, the double handed like um. You want to do it? Um, well, I think uh, I like to focus just on the, the ocean race and on the okay. the full, fully crude sailing. Uh, I think it's a little bit too much if I take that on as well. So I think uh, better focus on one thing and then continue with the next. Okay. Yeah. 
What about when you were growing up? Who was your inspiration? Who sort of fired you up? Who was the person that you were most looked up to? Um, yeah, I, sorry, I cannot answer because uh, I, I really don't have uh, I, I don't have it. I don't have a person. Oh. No. Wow. Bauer so that, would be that's just a really, really interesting answer because that just proves that it's just something you've wanted to do and yeah, you, just yeah, chased, sure. right? you just chased it hard. Love it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. Well, I think I think we've sort of we've gone way over time um, because we just laughed for about. I loved it. I loved. It. When is the show starting? Uh, this one. Hey. We'll, we'll send you a link. Oh, we, we started recording. You an should hour be ago. able to download. What time's your start Sunday? <laughs> yeah, we should. We'll have it to you for the start. Well, I'll send you a link. We should. What time? Yeah. yeah. What? I should get it to you before the start. I'll get oh, your link. Hey, hang yeah. on. Hang on. I've got to Actually, create a scenario. Actually, on your day off tomorrow, maybe you should go down and install a stereo on the BO sixty five. So you can play this at the start on Sunday. Oh, got, my God, I will. No, I'm serious. I will. I will do that. I, I'm got, not joking. I've, I've so got a scenario. I've so got a scenario. Like, here we go, Sunday night, they're out there racing. It's settling into the rhythm of it all, and Barcarati comes on. It gets to the Lisbot section. Could you imagine it? <laughs> so Make I sure think... you play the bit about Paolo's hair when yeah. you're close to him. <laughs> oh, man. No, you, you mentioned before that you can cut out things, you know, remember? No, negative. <laughs> we haven't done it yet. That was a lie. We've never done it. <laughs> no, no, that will be all right. No, but I actually have a question for you, you know. Okay, I because, love it. Um, I'm, I'm doing some uh, footage on the boat as well. I, I take some media things. So mm. I think this is a perfect opportunity for you guys to think what I, should, what I can do. Oh, I love to, it. To use it in your show. Yeah, no. Yeah, so. absolutely. We will be 100% sure to publish whatever you do. I'll speak to Rushi um, and tell him that we've actually done this show, Rushi from the Ocean Race, um, and what footage does come off, we'll be sure to make sure we publish that as well. But as for what you can do, I think you because should you know, actually I, do, I install, yeah, do an interview Perfect. with each person about the nicknames and the best nicknames they've heard within yachting. Because there's some pretty good ones out there. Okay, that's about the nicknames. Cab off the right. Yep. That's okay. In the right. in the next leg, I will I will I will do that. Yeah, yeah. I can right, make sure. Uh, yeah. We are looking forward to that. And then do do just do a, an interview with Liz without explaining before the Lizbot thing goes on, and just ask her how you change batteries and how you recode her. <laughs> Is she... the reset button? Ask about the reset button. Turn around, Liz. I just need to have a look at. <laughs> need to reset your battery pack. Uh, Seems we need to put a new camera in. <laughs> hey, come on, move on. That's it. No, 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 that's good. So, it, are you? That's probably the last question. Are you finding it hard to do the media stuff, or is it easy? Like in that confine to that space, is it because you are doing the media <coughs> stuff for the AXO as well as sailing? Yeah. Um, no, it's actually I, I set it up quite well with the guys from the Ocean Race, and uh, I just use a GoPro on an iPhone and. It's just living in my pocket or in the pit. And uh, if there's something nice, uh, I ask the guys to, to take some footage. And, uh, yeah, I just download it easy and uh, use the FB250 to send it to the shore. And, no, it's quite nice. And I, I actually find it quite funny to uh, stitch people up. <laughs> That's it? Uh, <laughs> I just love it. So, uh, yeah, no, I, th- I think it's something good. And uh, it's bringing well. uh, a different spirit in the team. So, uh, yeah. I think it's it's good. Uh, is it a struggle? Is it a struggle when you know Tristan picks up the? He's always grabbing your camera and and films himself for a couple of hours, like and chewing up all your, 
Oh yeah. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> well, he. <laughs> Well, he, he's the one who picked up the camera a couple of times, but I'm really happy with that. So, uh, yeah, but, so that's good. Very good. <laughs> Mirror, camera, camera on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? You are, Tristo. You, you are, are Tristo. <laughs> Actually, Tristo, let's call you CeeLo. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, good one. Beauty. All right. Hey, Rosie. Well, awesome. If we have Great any more ideas, we'll send you some more ideas of what we want to see on the boat. Um, yeah, just send me a short list, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah good. Uh, right. Yeah. We'll make it happen. Excellent. I love it. I put actually, I put a GoPro on, on Nico's head and uh, it's quite fun because you can uh, hear the sound as well. It's super nice to see where he's looking at and, uh, <laughs> and like the he's comms thinking. he's giving. <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Cogs are spinning. All right. Come on, yeah. Draco. Sign her off. Let's go. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we, we're, we're 100% behind you, champ. We, we had an yep. absolute ball talking to yes. you. I hope everyone loves the episode as much as possible. And we're looking forward to just seeing how far you can go on the sport. And uh, welcome back anytime. In fact, we might just make you a regular guest the way we laughed on this show. So uh, yeah, best of luck for the rest of the European tour and let us know. We'll stay in touch. Thanks a lot, guys, for having me in the show. It was a, was a good chatting to you, all of you. Good on you, Ross. Thanks, well, Rosie. Good luck, good luck with the race. Best <laughs> Uh, to Bicey. Have we got a Bicey? Have we got a Bicey? <laughs> oh, still a bit in recovery mode, I must admit. <laughs> good, good. Hey, uh, oh, nothing ca- better strength. than having a good old crack up at 6.30 a.m. <laughs> very, very funny. Very funny. Hey, strength of character there. I mean, what we've worked out and talked about in the past is Pathways, and that's a perfect example of it, isn't it? Um, yeah, someone who determination. Determination. And and what about the comment at the end where uh, Jordan you asked her about uh, you know some inspirations and she said no nah, just it's oh. almost like she just it's almost like she just uh, that's what she wanted to do and that's what she's doing she she mm-hmm. does she does have inspirations BP she sent me a text after oh. we finished the record it's the three of us <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going somewhere no listen but seriously uh, yeah cool. Good luck to her. Good luck to her future, and um, you know, hopefully, we get a bunch of cool stories. Actually, she has just come on. Hang on. Well, let's uh, also um, say the the Ocean Race Europe. It's uh, shaping up to be a cracker. Yeah, well, so, I'm just looking at the the wind models for Sunday when they start the legs. So it starts one o'clock out of Cascais into Alicante in Spain. Um, on Sunday, so as you'll be listening to this, they'll be about to start. Yep. About to kick it off, yeah. um, and it's looking pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a bit of a, a northerly coming down at the start. So it looks like there'll be a bit of pressure, but the minute they go uh, and turn east and start heading into Gibraltar and into the Med, it looks like it's going to be it's uh, patchy, patchy. It's oh, patchy, patchy. Super patchy. It's always a tough area to sail. Depends. Depends what time they go in and around, but yeah, they could be heading into a bit of a ridge, but then it does swim. There's a, uh, an easterly coming straight at them as, as they get through. So it could be, it just depends on timing, but yeah, I think they're going to go into light winds and then get smacked right on the nose. As, as we said, there's plenty yep. of wind right there when they, depending on timing. So, well, yeah. the funnel's in there as well. So, you know, oh, yeah. usually a, if they're forecasting 25 there, you get a bit more. Yeah, yeah. 
So, yeah, be interesting. Um, so, lots of uh, positional changes. Uh, the other thing, of course, with that, like, they're definitely going to get it on the nose as soon as they go into the med. Uh, the iMockers are going to love that, just tacking backwards mm. and forwards, not going to get through the gate. This is what I'm interested in, mm. is uh, how, how these, how these uh, modern iMockers go upwind. Well, they don't. They just reach backwards and forwards, so they won't be going through. <laughs> Can you imagine them, imagine them all sitting at the entrance waiting to get in. We'll be here. We're coming in in a week. <laughs> uh, I think we might be pleasantly surprised, yeah. actually, how they uh, go. Yeah. So, no, be... uh, well, if 60 degrees is upwind, sure, <laughs> take it on. <laughs> it, is, it is in the transit world. That's what we yeah. do. Yeah. Same tacking angles as the old, um, as the old square riggers, basically. Uh, they'll be uh, pretty good, I reckon. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this will be like the true form, downwind, upwind, no wind, plenty of wind. Mm. So um, see how they finalise in the, the leg to finish in Alicante. <clears throat> so the good news, of course, is that um, – so there's that sailing on Saturday. Um, they have a, a a coaster race and then they start on Sunday with their, their leg to Alicante, as I said. But just to uh, keep us – from getting completely bored, of course, we've got Sail GP in Italy yes. at the same time this weekend. So there's plenty of viewing this weekend with Sail GP. Um, so that's going to be exciting. We mentioned the changes on Team New Zealand last week. Uh, we also mentioned that Ben was stepping off and it looks like Paul Goodison stepping on to uh, mm, the, very interesting. the GBR team. Interesting? Mm. Tell me more, BP. Oh, no, I just think it's interesting. I think was, uh, was Ben off, do we know? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. He's off for the next two events, and I was, one, I was trying to work it out myself. He hasn't rung S- me and asked me. Sacked himself. Sacked himself. He was doing all right by the end. Mm. So um, good, good replacement, though, Goody. He's a, he's a great seller. I like what you've done there. Good yeah. replacement. Yeah, re- correct. <laughs> He's a good replacement. He's a great sailor. Yeah. No, great sailor. Um, history in this, well, basically the evolution of this foiling world in the last several years. Mm. So um, he's certainly not going to be any slouch, that's for sure. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I mean, I, I love watching, I love sailing in every level. So it's just going to be a fantastic weekend where we have. Does it take a, the shine off it a bit? What's that? Losing some of the big guns? Uh, no. no. I, again, the, it's a one design fleet, so it's close racing. Um, you, it's difficult to sail these boats. You can tell by mm. the fact that. Um, um, Experience. How, how things are sort of gapping around the field. It maybe does it. Does it just handball everything to the Australian team? They're, they're the, the super stable team. Does it make it impossible to beat that team or the, you know, Team Japan? Who else? Who else has got some stability? The Danish team, are they going to shine through? Well, I mean, yeah, it's going to be good. How's uh, the weather looking? They're going to be in south of Italy in the, in the uh, Mediterranean summer. Um, Just sunning about, drinking. Yeah, 12 knots of breeze. Yeah. Lovely. Sunny. Nothing to complain about. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing to complain about. Speaking uh, actually of nothing to complain about at the same time, also uh, the super yachts are on Porto Cervo as we're recording this, which is um, a Friday morning, our time. So Porto Cervo is underway. Uh, Lovely spot, of course, boys. Yes, beautiful spot. We've been there and we've uh, sipped on a few few rosés in that particular area, Um, but couldn't get better. 
and I reckon given what's happened in the last year, all these owners and the and the sailors alike would just love getting to Port Chervo, getting out there, having a bit of a yacht around um, and enjoying the social scene. I was oh. going to say, I reckon it would be quite a different year. It would be like, you know what, we took it for granted. There might be a lot of people that are going, this is cool, good to yep. be back. No. Now, I, I must admit, it's like a um, it's like a catalogue when you're there. Like you, it's like you're shooting a catalogue for advertising um, sailing, isn't it? You know, like it's you mm. could easily just pull your boat up, anchor it, and it's just like paradise in in many ways for for a bit of uh, going doing a bit of sailing. So lovely spot to be. Yeah, the Bertram Twenty Three, the BK Express, oh. is probably a little bit out of place there, mm. but you might get it on Heritage. <laughs> Retro value. Yeah, I see. I see. I think it, I think it would fit in there perfectly. Oh, I can't the wait to see. I can't wait to see what it looks like when you pimp it up, mate. I can't oh, wait to see what you, I, man, your skills does to it. That Jelco Restorer that really does the job. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention the big Barcarati octopus about to go down the side. Oh, mm. Mm. the crack! I'll tell you one thing: the old Barcarati Express would be good for the boys. Um, the VX1s, the Australian Midwinter Nationals, the Velocitech VX1 Midwinter Nationals are on uh, next weekend, so this coming weekend. They're going to do live uh, stream, Facebook page. So if you just go to their Facebook page, if you want to watch a bit of VX1 racing, and they're going to have uh, some interactive elements for the punters. So if you're listening in, I think there'll be a few chances to win prizes or have a joke or anything, but uh, a couple of good guys on the mic having a laugh. Uh, you should enjoy it, so check that one out. It'll be a ton of fun. Um, I guess the other thing, of course, is that um, as we're recording, we know that the last World Cup uh, of sailing in Japan was cancelled, but the, the Hempel World Cup Series in uh, the last event before uh, – the Olympics in the Netherlands is underway as well. So there's still plenty of sailing going on if you're a sailing fan. Um, so check all that out. It's probably the easiest way to say it. We're not going to tell you about it because it's a bit out of date by the time we talk about the results and what's going on. But <laughs> there's a bit going on, plenty of sailing. So we've got everything really. We've got offshore racing, sail GP, super yachts and all the dinghies getting ready for yep. the Olympics. So it's it's a pretty perfect sort Busy of time. Scenario. Busy time, yeah. Busy and, time. Uh, Spicy. No. Listener of the week. We got, what do we got going on there? Sorry? What do we got going on for Listener of the Week? Listener of the Week. Um, we were just actually speaking earlier. There's nothing prominent came through, but in saying that, we did have some good comments from our friends of in the board world after our discussion last week with, okay. our, with our Alistair. Right. Um, so a quick shout-out to those guys. They've got the event coming up this – is it this weekend or no, on the long weekend, sorry, um, that, yes. in New South Wales. Um, get on board, guys. It's such a <laughs> cool <the> sport. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is such a cool sport and we deserve to be uh, – to have someone at the pinnacle within this sport. Um, so we're, we're fully behind it and not to be taken in the wrong context, the discussion last week. And I think everyone agrees we need to have this sport and at, be at the pinnacle of this sport. So uh, I believe uh, Tom, I think it was, who sent us a note. So shout out to him. Right, Nice answer. Bicey wasn't prepared, BP, and you, you oh. dropped it on him. <laughs> oh, sorry, mate. I was just reading the run sheet. I mean, that's what we're supposed to do, right? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I alter the run sheet as we run live, mate. It's, I just, 
uh, uh, keeps evolving as we talk. But we do want to talk about T-shirts. T-shirts. Now, yep. obviously, um, Barkerati is a loss-making enterprise, uh, and we continue. <laughs> we continue in that vein. Um, and again, we're going to run. We're going to run the program of T-shirts. Uh, we we always set the price as low as possible so we don't make any money because we wouldn't <laughs> want to do that. Um, so we're going to actually. We had a great response last time. We've had a heap of emails saying, "When are you doing more T-shirts?" And, and because it is loss making, we have to go and work for a little bit and save a bit of money um, so we can pay for the it's T-shirts. Him. But what have we got planned? We've got. It's not just we've. We're going crazy. Yeah. We've gone crazy. Yeah, well, the Bar Karate Clothing Company. It's <clears> it's it's in it's in full swing. But what are we so releasing? What what I'll brief you on here, lads and listeners, is what we're looking at is actually creating more of a range as opposed to last time. As you could choose one of several different designs and colours and what have you, but somewhat more of a range. Some good high quality stuff. We're looking at t-shirts, a couple of different styles, uh, hoodies, as well. Uh, a beanie, given oh. in the southern hemisphere, we're we're floating into the uh, the winter season. Not for you, Jordan, and plus they don't make them that big. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, all the standard merch: stubby holder. Oh. Um, what else can we throw in? And a, and a good old trucker's cap. Did you oh, did you go stickers, into one of those stickers. merch places and they've just twisted you and got you to order everything? Is that what's just gone on? And you uh, by us? the way, you don't have access to the account, right? No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> you just tell me we're losing money, so that's all. <laughs> no, no. So, um, no, we'll we'll probably look at finalising design during this week while people are listening to this episode, um, and we should have something up in the next couple of weeks, I reckon. And we're going for cool. We're, we're going to try and make it super cool. Um, so, yeah, we will... I don't know. Are we going to keep it ongoing or we want yeah, people to come Yeah, I think so. In. We want to what, the losing, create something money? sustainable that can keep moving moving forward. All right. Cool. Yeah. Nice one. Hey, super funny. Well done. Yeah, I'm sorry. You lost me a bit on that last session. I uh, still recovering. <clears throat> bit of a gut ache. <laughs> well, you don't need to go to gym now, you see. You don't need to work on your core. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Righto, guys. Hey, listen, uh, have a good uh, have a good week. Good week, listeners. Be in touch and good luck to all of the competitors in the ocean race for the Europe round Europe race. And um, we'll uh, we'll hear from them very soon, no doubt. Hear, hear. Right. Farewell. See everyone. And I look behind, don't look behind. So early, and you're so good at it. Again, BP. Oh, amazing. Hope you don't wake the neighbours up. <laughs> I put egg cartons on the wall. <laughs>